Alexander Snitker, libertarian, Republican, and political hack, and Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political has-been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, and Mr. Positivity, Mr. Adrian, Chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Saving Logistics Committee of the Western Florida Guild of Professional Anarchist Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you, sir? Hello. That's it. That's all you get, huh? That's all you're getting today. Oh, uh, you know what? I think we're going to get more out of you today than just I that. I doubt though. it. I doubt it. I'm, I'm I'm at a low level of functioning today. I got you. Now, here's the thing. Normally, I would tell you to make sure that you have your phone on mute, but considering some of the conversations we had, I would appreciate it if you actually would keep the phone going, and that way, in case anyone calls during the show, that we actually can just pick it up and start dealing with it, as long as it's not a work call. Oh, okay. Actually, yeah, yeah. That that could. Uh could actually work to our benefit so yes yes but i've already m- muted my phone do you want me to unmute it yeah unmute it all unmute right. it so there's no party foul if if it actually goes all right i get a party foul waiver huh well yeah because this okay. is a content ringer. um additioner additioner R- ringer is on i feel like gw bush just then additioner <laughs> is <laughs> that a word that's your strategy is that <laughs> all right so hold on so Adrian's, but let's talk about this first though, because I just saw, I I didn't even recognize this one at first, and then I saw it. Adrian's improved Indian anti-scammer technique. Oh, <laughs> here's you, the thing. I think you're offering advice to the to the to the to the listening public. So let's go ahead and offer them this advice. Um, well, no, it's actually a a, a little um, uh, kind of a bit I put together. Um, you know, for a- anytime I get the the Indian scam calls, I like to do whatever I can to disrupt them as much as possible. Um, so I came up with an idea. Actually, I've I've used this in the past, but I, I haven't been as uh, as thorough about it or, or invested as as much time and effort into it as I I have recently. So um, anyway, so so here's how it goes. You know, let's let's pretend that that we have a. Uh, Indian scam call. Can I be the Indian scammer? You want me to be the uh, Indian yeah, scammer? Yeah, if, if you'd like. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, all right. Uh, ring, ring. Hello, Mr. Wiley. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe, okay. Um, my, name, my name is, my name is Ab- I mean, Bill. And <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm calling from uh, Timeshare Vacation Rental Credit Card Offer, and, um, and also I'm calling from... The, I'm calling from the, uh, the. You must you must not get many Indian scam calls because they normally don't call with timeshare stuff. Oh, okay. Sorry. You know, normally it's like a. Uh, uh, this is your cable company. This is your electric oh, company. Yeah, this is your credit card company. We want to give you a better deal. Oh, let me start know. over. Let me start yeah. over. So, or there was a fraudulent charge. Or we're the IRS. We're going to send the cops oh, to you. Let me do the IRS one. Okay, okay. I do the IRS. Right. So let's start over. All right. Hello. Ring. You know, you do the ring, ring, ring. Ring, ring. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Wiley. Yes. Uh, this is uh, uh, Emil, I mean, Bill from the IRS. Right. I'm right. calling about your charge that we you owe of $5,000 that we will take now via um, uh, uh, gift card. 
Oh, uh, well, I, I wasn't aware of any charge. Uh, it, something happened on my account? Oh, yes, Mr. Wiley. You have you have not paid your taxes, and because of this and your overall hatred of government, that we will <laughs> uh, go ahead and uh, tell you that the cops are coming in route unless you give me the $5,000 gift card in order to stop them. Would oh. you like me to stop them, Mr. Wiley? Uh, yeah, yes, please stop them. Can, can I just give you my credit card number? Would that work? Yes, that'll work. Go oh, ahead. Okay, it's... Uh, it's a uh, uh, five one nine seven. All right. Uh, six three two. Oh, hang on a second. There, there, there's something on the news here. Wait a second. This is a breaking a news alert. ballistic huh? nuclear missiles were launched minutes ago. Oh my God! On CNN a trajectory is on. towards military targets and major population centers. Are you hearing including this? Including Mumbai, yes, Delhi, Bangalore, oh, I'm in Delhi. Hyderabad, I'm in Delhi. Kolkata, and several uh, wow. other major cities. This doesn't sound Let's good. Let's go live to correspondent Peter Garcia oh my, on assignment oh my God. in Indore. Peter, what can you tell us about the situation there? Any comp? Hang on a minute. David, are you hearing that? We hear yeah, you, Peter. David, air raid sirens just started going off, and there seems to be some commotion uh, outside our hotel. I'm looking down from our balcony, and it appears that people have started to uh, run for cover. H hang on a minute, David. Okay, now? Right now. We're evacuating now. Okay, hey, hey David, uh, we're being told to head you, down to the basement right away. Are you right hearing away. this, Bill? Uh, so uh, apparently something is. is happening oh my here God. now. Oh my God. Uh, we, we don't know what the it, situation is. It sounds like is. India is under nuclear attack. We have to pack up head downstairs right now. But as soon as we know more, Do you have a basement in your building? Yes, we do. I'm getting there now. Stay safe, Peter. You should get everyone down there right now. live from Indoor India, where apparently Pakistan has launched a massive nuclear strike against India. Uh, and we're getting new information from the Pentagon. Uh, with that, we'll take you live to uh, Defense, U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin speaking from the White House. The capabilities that they oh need my God! To it, it looks like India has launched a, a retaliatory strike. You have to get to the basement now. Oh yes, my God! I'm going, I'm going. We'll see you later. I will call you back about the IRS later. I, I haven't had the opportunity to try that to, to see if it'll work, but I've actually gotten scammers on that before. But just telling them that, you know, I'm, I'm seeing it on the news. But I think like, hey, hang on, let me turn up the TV here. I think that will add an extra layer of uh, authenticity? authenticity to it. Yeah, so. I think you're right. But yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'm hoping that I can get these scammers to evacuate everyone from their building and run down to the basement, at least for, you know. Five ten minutes until they figure out that that's five or ten minutes of time <laughs> that they're that, not scamming other people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, I got to tell you, I love your uh, enthusiasm when it comes to how you deal with foreign relations. Yes, yes, yeah. I think it's I think it's very good. By the way, yeah, a little trolly, but very good. Though. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's, well, hold on. I wouldn't call it trolly, and the reason why is because you don't instigate. You, you ain't calling random numbers in India. No, they're calling they're me. They're calling you. Right. So right. this is self-defense. And this is never the ones that are doing actual sales. You know, if, if it's actually, if they're doing legit sales, these are the ones that are just pure out-and-out -out scams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm not going to, uh, you know, uh, go after anyone that uh, is, uh, you know, just trying to make a, an honest living, even though it's kind of a shitty job, but, you know, it's, it's yeah, India. Yeah, it's, so it's still It's India, out. so all the jobs are shitty. Yeah. So, you know. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to try that out, and if if I get the opportunity, I'll record it, and you know, <laughs> you know, in the beginning, in the yeah. beginning, I actually thought that the other voice wasn't yours; that you got someone else to do it. Oh yeah, they're and all then, my voices. And I then just halfway changed the through, pitch. I realized that you did change the pitch on it. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that is Adrian. Well, there's three voices in idea. there. I thought yeah. you might have got your kid to do it. No, well, no. Lloyd Austin sounded like Lloyd Austin. Well, it's, yeah, except for Lloyd Austin, that was actually Lloyd Austin. <laughs> well, you need that though for authenticity <laughs> right, purposes. Right, right, and I, I had to put in the uh, the the Fox News little you yeah. know, transition sound there. 
there. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah, which know. was good. I, yeah, I, it right. was a nice touch, by yeah, the way. I, I like that. It was yeah. a nice touch. <laughs> and just considering that he probably thought you were white, he probably thought you were watching Fox News. Uh, of course, yeah. So, But uh, bottom line is I've got way too much free time. It sounds like it. Yeah. It sounds like yeah, it. Yeah, totally and absolutely. You know, that idea just came into my head. I spent three hours putting that together. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? Why? 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 I, Hold on. I need you, a hobby, man. Were you, were you at the same time that you were doing it that you were like, what am I doing with my life? What am I, what am <laughs> yes. I doing with my life right now? I was, absolutely. If this is what's going on. Well, I had just hung up from a scam call, and I was I was building up to a you know some type of thing to, to fuck with them. And they hung up on me because I think that I think I've learned that a lot of them, if they hear that you sound like someone who is speaking capably, um, they'll just say, OK, this one's no go. You know, so if, if you sound at all intelligent that you're done. Yeah. So what I'm trying to do is when I get those, you know, unknown numbers, I try to answer like, <coughs> hello. Yeah, this is this is Mr. Wiley. You know, as 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 much. So you're as, trying to sound as retarded as possible. I, if elderly, you're allowed to use elderly. that word, right? I'm, I'm going for elderly. Oh, you're yeah. going for elderly. Yeah, because a lot, especially a lot of the ones I get are, are Medicare scams. Oh, I got you. Know, you. So, so you want to be elderly so you can fit the. Yeah, yeah, and I I think that they uh, play along, but I I overplayed my hand um, uh, earlier this week, and I I the guy hung up on me because I, I asked him to repeat himself too many times. Well, I, I don't understand. <laughs> and he's like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> so it's a it's a very fine balance you have to achieve in order to, yeah, I have no fucking life. That's, that's really, awesome, though. That's really the bottom line. There you go. I yeah. like it, though. I so. like it, though. Well, I have a new adventure that I started after the show last week. Yes, yes. I'm, uh, I'm anxious to hear about it. All right, so here's what happened. I finally got approved to do Uber driver, which is shocking. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But so I, fi- but I got it on Saturday, so I turned it on last Saturday. The first, the first order I get is picking up two women from the Walmart in Tarpon off 19. Okay. I get there, and I, you know, I, I stop, I stop the vehicle. They get in. And I realized very. Hey, hang on a second before before we go too much further. What is the possibility of you setting up like a uh, a camera in the the vehicle and like doing a taxi cab confessions type thing? Well, I think, and I'm not sure because I didn't read the terms and conditions. Right. But I think that I, that's probably against the rules. Well, so if actually, you, if I, you were to do it, that you would probably get in trouble for it. Later well, on. hang on a second. I doubt that it's against the rules uh, to have a camera in your vehicle. Um, because th- that would just make sense to well, yeah, protect but I'm, I'm saying, but to take any... that stuff and then to put it out out in the. But internet. if you got their permission, you know, yeah, so I'm sure it would be okay. Or maybe cash cab, cash cab might be fun. Uh, you know what? After riding this week, yeah. taxi cab confessions would be much better. I think so. So all right, so uh, let's reset the scene. So you're picking up uh, two women from the Walmart in Tarpon. Yeah, they get in the car, and I realize very quickly that they're both meth heads. Okay. Now they're super nice people, right? But like, I turn this app on, and the first one I get is a couple of fucking crackheads going back to Holiday from Tarpon, right? Right. And they want me to stop at the store so they can get cigarettes and butane or whatever. <laughs> they did. They did get butane, by the way. <laughs> okay. They got cigarettes and butane. Yeah. And so I dropped them off. Now, again, it, there's nothing that happened with them other than they were crackheads. You know what I'm saying? Now, correct me if I'm Super wrong. Super nice crackheads, isn't, isn't butane used in cooking meth? 
Probably. I, I think it is. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not a meth cooker. Yeah. But I think I've watched enough Breaking Bad to think that that was part of it. Okay. So, and I dropped him off. And other than that, no, you know, no problem whatsoever, right? But this week, I have done it all week long. And I have picked up over 125 or 130 people so far this week. And let me tell you a couple things about this. One, you pick up people from every walk of life. Right. It is, there is no rhyme or reason. It doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. Well, sure, yeah. It's all different kinds of people doing different kinds of stuff. Yeah, because there's a thousand different reasons why someone might call an Uber. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. And so this, and I'm like, and again, I've like, I spent um, a good amount of time like on the beach side, on the beaches of like St. Pete Beach right. and Reddington Shores and that area, taking people back and forth. And so Wednesday night actually ended up being a really big drinking night for some reason. I don't know why this was, but there was a lot of drunk women that I was picking up the entire time on Wednesday night. This was this past Wednesday? Because I think Wednesday. the Wednesday before was Cinco de Mayo. No, 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 no. It was this past okay. Wednesday. This past Wednesday. And I, I don't know if I'm invisible, if they think they're getting an AI vehicle that's just taking them around. <laughs> but sometimes the conversations that were being had in that vehicle, which, look, when I would watch some reality TV sometimes and I would think, well, there's no way that that was real. I oh, am, it's real. I'm yeah. way more cons- con- cons- con- convinced now that a lot of that is real. Right. So well, especially when you consider the, probably one of the number one reasons people use Uber is because they're drunk. Yes. Yeah. Th- that's a that is a that is a, a, a that is that represented probably about thirty percent of my business. Right. Now I will say this: I didn't get any mean drunks. Right. I got nice drunks. They were happy drunks, and I was happy in a good mood. Now another thing is that I I play smooth jazz when I drive. Right. So the entire time I play smooth jazz. And I will say this, a byproduct of that is I'm actually in a really good mood <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. Like I don't like it doesn't bother me if I'm in traffic or anything. Even though driving late at night there's no traffic on the road and yet there's still business to be done. So you're driving mostly nights. I'm doing a lot of nights. Okay. And I want but I want to do nights though. Because it's just funner. Like like okay, let me give you one instance. So I'm going to I gotta go to Clearwater Beach to pick up uh, somebody and you don't never know how many people you're picking up or you don't really like I don't know all that stuff because I still got to get my, my stats up higher which again I'm not going to get into that part I get there and I get to the spot that I'm supposed to be at and nobody's there right so I call the person up and they sound a little drunk on the phone and they're trying to describe where they're at and I realize it's an older person so they probably didn't understand the technology that you're supposed to wait at the spot you designated to wait at, and he's, they're just walking around. Right. So I finally get over there, and they're over by that the, the pirate ship that's by the circle. On uh, Mad Clearwater Beach. Beach. Oh, Clearwater Beach. Okay. Like Clearwater Beach. There's right, that, right, right. There's that yeah. tour boat thingy. Okay. I get over there. It's the four marina. old snowbird drunk Canadians. Okay. Okay. Now, these fucking people were just funny as shit. Like, it was two dudes and two women, you know, husband and wife. The one's been married for like 40 years. And the first thing the one guy said was, is he wanted his wife to flash me. <laughs> you know, it was like, do we need to do that in order to get a, in order to get an Uber? I'm like, no, no, that's not necessary. Now, <coughs> there's four of them. Well, l- let me ask you, uh, would you have been welcoming of this flash or w- would have been like, oh, lady, please put that away? 
I don't know. I didn't see him. I have to see him to know that for sure. She's okay. older, so I would think it, it would be bad, but you never can tell with these days now. And with medical technology, like she might have a lot of work done, and they may be beautiful. <laughs> okay. I don't know that. And I didn't get to see him either way. Right. So, but now, I normally keep stuff in the front seat, so I don't have people in my front seat. Right. But you had four people. So. But I had four people, so I had to do that. So I get up there, I put all the stuff in the back. And you've got like a, a, a mid-sized sedan type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and I take them I take them down there and they were just they were just drunk and happy. And it was they were so old look, they weren't super like, you know, eighties and a rocker old. Right. But they were old though. Okay. And like but they were just having so much fun. Like they were just fun drunks, right? Right. And so, you know, I and it was like six and a half miles away and I took them home and they're always you know, they and a lot of times people are asking you questions and stuff like that, and you just get engaged in conversations. But they were just saying funny shit, and I would say something funny back to them, and like you know, just a little banter here and there. And you know, I, I dropped them off, and you know, again, it was a it was a good time. But it was just like old drunk Canadians, fucking funny as shit. Um, there was another one that I did, and I picked up a couple people from the movie theater. There's people that go to the movies and then get a ride home from right. Uber. Yeah, I picked up this one woman. Another one that wanted to sit in the front. She was in a wheelchair, had a dog, and had headgear on. Okay. So I guess she was very fragile of a person. Right. right. Now, she was probably the biggest complainer. She didn't complain about me. She actually liked me, but everything else was a complaint. Right. Like the, the sit. The, now, was the dog like a guide dog or was it like a little dog? It was like a guide dog, and it, but it didn't have any of the guide dog signs. It didn't have any of the support animal. Like normally, with a support animal, they have like that that that, that yeah, leash. like vest type. Yeah, thing. yeah the vest yeah, thing. Right, and they didn't have that. But the person, it was her and some guy, and he brought a blanket to put on the back seat for the dog. For the dog, okay, which was nice of him. That, like, that was I'm considerate. Like, yeah. yeah, I was like very very nice of him, but she complained the whole time uh, about everything. Like, but again. I do think if you're in a wheelchair and that you have you have to walk around with headgear on, like I'm going to give you some latitude to complain, right? Because you probably deserve to be, you know, to complain. There's one person I picked up that worked at the airport that I took them home from the airport, but you don't pick them up from the airport. You pick them up like off of Hillsborough Avenue. Again, you, nobody knows what you know this is, but off of Hillsborough Avenue is actually a place where they take all the employees to at the end of the day it's like the shuttle like, parking shuttle yeah, yeah 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 so that was there and i picked her up from there and i picked up a lot of women by the way right and and a fair amount of black women right and um so i picked her up took her home which you know some of those conversations were good and some people didn't want to talk to you like some people just didn't want to talk to you right and what i would normally do is just say hi how you doing how's your day based off of their answers i would de determine at that point whether they wanted me to continue speaking or not speak right um, so you, you had a lot of people that were like that. Um, let me get back to the drunk story though. So there was another a pair of drunk girls at four o'clock. I picked them up on a Thursday to take them home. Right. And I also realized that smooth jazz is a very calming effect. But when I first get in the car, the first thing she says is, oh, we get a cute Uber driver. And she's drunk as shit. Looking good, by the way. Like, it wasn't bad looking. Right. And so we start talking to her. And, you know, she's in there in the car kind of, you know, just being a little flirty. But at the same time, they're, they're having a conversation where, you know, they're talking about sex and dicks and, you know, all different kinds of stuff. Again, no filter whatsoever. Like, I'm not even fucking sitting in the car. Right. You know? And um, so 
we, we, you know, we get there and she's like, I'm going to go out after this and go get some sushi. Now it was probably about a 25 minute ride to get there to where she needed to go. And I played smooth jazz. By the time I got there, they were both sleeping, ready to go to bed. Like, <laughs> well. like, and then at one point she did complain a little bit that I wasn't going fast enough. Cause I really do try to very, like, I do not speed if I, you know, I don't really speed. Right. Yeah. I don't do severe lane changes. Like I try to drive like yeah. 10 and two super good. Yeah, You don't want to get pulled over with a fare. Yeah. 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 So. And she was in the back like, can you go any faster? As soon as they say that, I start moving. Right. Like, I realize now I can move faster. Right. Because I can totally move faster. So I finally get there and I take them home. Now, I will tell you a sad story as well. I want to bring up some of the sad. I don't want to end on the sad, but I'll bring up the sad one as well. So it was on Wednesday night. Um, I got an, an order, a, 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 an Uber ride from a, a bar to somebody's house. I get there and there is three women walking out this other one woman who looks very drunk. Right. And they put her in the car and they're like, make sure you get her to the door. And I'm like, okay, I will. Yeah, I'll do that. Right. Um, oh, that's actually dangerous and liability issues. It could be. Yeah. But so she gets in the car and instantly she starts just ugly crying. Oh, God. And. And I'm like, I'm feeling kind of bad for it at the same time. Like, everything all right? And no. And what she went on to tell me was is that this is her son recently died. Mm-hmm. And that this is his birthday. Oh, yeah. And she went out with her friends to console her. But she just is in so much pain. Right. Because of losing her son. And she lost her son to opioid addiction. Right. Like, you know, he died from, from opioid addiction, which came out in the news about how the numbers are bigger than ever. And to really like to to listen to like the real cost of this issue, like from someone that felt it was just very, very sad. And it was pretty late at night. So she was drunk. But at the same time, she's just crying her eyes out. Yeah. So, I, you know, I've, I get, you know, and I'm, I'm being very sympathetic. I have a very sympathetic ear to this. So I get her, you know, I get to the location and I remember what her friend said because I thought it was her sister and it ends up being a friend. And so I get out of the car. You know, I hold my hand out. Like, do you need her hand? So she she takes my hand. I pick her up or I, I help her up and then walk her to the door. I stand there and wait because she has to find her keys, but she's kind of drunk at the same time, right. too. So she's kind of fiddling around. Then she sits down for a second in her porch out in the beach and she finds her keys and opens the door. Dog gets out. Obviously, the dog's going to get out. So the dog gets out. Super nice dog, though. I pick up the dog. Bring the dog back in, <laughs> but I don't step foot in the house. Like I'm literally, right, yeah. I'm literally like just hand putting you, the dog in the house. You don't want to cross that line. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I get up at that point. The woman's all thankful and gives me a hug, and I'm just right. I'm just taking a hug at that point. I'm like, it's gonna be okay. You're gonna be. You'll get through it. And then I leave at that point. Right. So it was just to hear that sad story was just like it was. It really sucked. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now. Thursday night, the last ride. I'm in South St. Pete. Thursday at the last ride, a bartender gets in there from Dirty Laundry. <laughs> so the thing we talked about last week on the right. show, which was that speakeasy down in St. Pete, this guy this, works there. This is the one that is actually inside a laundry mat, and they have a a uh, hidden door behind a washing machine. You have to pick up an old timey telephone to to get access to. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah, this bar. Yes, uh, yeah, and it's and going in the laundromat, you'd never know that there was a, a a speakeasy bar inside this laundromat. Yeah, yeah. So now here's the thing: like at that point, I actually wasn't in a like I had some. I just I had a couple rides before that, 
that were just kind of not good rides. They weren't bad, but like the people were kind of rude, not really rude, rude, but like just, you know, it was just not, it wasn't, it wasn't very nice rides, but this guy gets in and he tells me where he works and I fucking halfway fanboy out. <laughs> like I start asking right. him questions. I'm like, no shit. I look, we just talked about this. This is amazing. So how's it going? So what's the number? How do you actually get in? He's like, Oh, you're not gonna make me tell the secret, are you? I'm like, Yeah, I am. Come on, <laughs> right, yeah. what's the secret? And so he explains to me what the secret was and things like that. And um Which you're not divulging on the air, apparently. No, I'm not gonna. That's I'm not right. gonna. Yeah. It's well actually you just pick up the phone and they let you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. It's it's nothing crazy there. Yeah. Now I also heard Fridays and Saturdays is almost impossible to get in there, like lying around the around the place, which really defeats the purpose of a speaking right. yeah. But Well, he, no, people just think, you know, hey, it's in laundry night, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody's carrying their laundry for some reason. Right. I don't understand yeah. it. They're all looking nice. You have to dress up to go in there too. Right. It's like uh like a casual dress but code. like a dress code casual. Yeah. Um so I went there, and I took the guy home, and that was a cool conversation with him. He told me Wednesday night's actually the best night to go because that's when the least amount of people are there. So I was like, all right, cool. So I go there. Then also, so now what I've been trying to do, and I've been trying to try a couple different techniques that work out well, but one of them is to go to the airport. Right. So on Monday night, I go to the airport at the end of the night, and I get a, um, I get a, a ping, and it was like it was taking me to Bradenton for like 50 bucks. Right. So from the airport to Bradenton, which late at night, by the way, that's easy, easy, yeah, right. So this woman who is going to adult tennis camp, <laughs> okay, I, I, again she wants like, to hang on. Is that just adult as in for grown up, or is this some type of you know like uh, nude sexual type thing? I don't think it was nude or sexual. Okay. I think it's a serious thing. I think in Bradenton there is this facility, this area that is. Like the world-renowned tennis camp thing. Okay, it just seems like putting, athletes, putting adult in front of it seems. Well, that's you know. what she. Hold on, that's the word she used. <laughs> right. She said adult tennis camp. Yeah. Okay. Now I talked to her for a while. It was a good conversation. She's just a woman that, like, she's you know, she, I think I take it that she's rich. Right. Because she could take a week off and spend a bunch of money to go play tennis for no other reason than she wants to start doing tennis again, and she figured the best way to 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 to. Uh, you know, to, to to level up would be to go down to this tennis camp, right? Right, right. Now, that not ride ended up being worth like 80 bucks. Mm-hmm. Like just that one ride alone. So yeah. that's why people go to the airport a lot. And the way that it works with the airport is you all, there's this parking lot that's off of like, that's off of like, you know where the International Mall is, is close to the airport, right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you go there and you wait in a queue. And so you have a whole bunch of just Uber drivers and there's various kinds of Uber drivers now that I'm learning in this new universe of Uber that uh, Uber driver that I'm in now. That there's like the XL drivers that have big vehicles. There's right. the luxury drivers. Now a lot of them don't speak English. And from talking to other people that take Ubers all the time, a lot of them are mean. Right. Like a lot of them aren't nice people. Like they're just and the, and if you a, and they ask for anything that's out of the ordinary, they get mad at the at the people. But people were kind of not asking for things out of the ordinary. But I'd pick somebody up. And I would start taking them somewhere, and they'd leave their wallet back. And I'm like, all right, let's turn around and go pick it up. Like, I, what's the problem? Right. You know? Because every one of those people, when you when they have a problem and you go, no problem, we can take care of it, we'll tip you. Right. Okay. Another five minutes? Okay, whatever. Right. So, but at the airport. So, you're walking around, and you see, like, it looks like a you're halfway in between, like, a tailgate at a football game and, like, an AA session. 
<laughs> I don't know how to explain it other than that. Yeah, I, I don't understand. At the airport? Yeah, so in the parking lot at the airport, as you're waiting for rides, because you have to go to this parking lot to get in the oh, queue. Oh, so with all the, the other taxi and Uber drivers. Yeah, with all the, well, all the Uber drivers. There's no it's taxis there. It's only Uber, there. okay. Yeah, only, only well, Uber and Lyft. Lyft. Yeah, okay. So, and there's this big, huge parking lot right. where they're all hanging out. And some of them hang out in pockets and kind of all talk to one another. Some of them are by themselves. Some of them are, you know, just sitting around smoking. Some of them are just sitting in their car waiting, you know, just various things. But you get in this queue, and then it's it's a game of roulette as to what you're going to get, like right. what kind of rides you're going to get. And so I got rides that were like airplane pilots who I got to tell you, like there's one guy that was an airplane pilot who talked the entire time on the way home but was like a real alpha male kind of guy right. that was, you know, just – Telling me where he stood on every... I mean, he broke down every issue on the way home, like or on the way to his house. Um, and he lived, like, in uh, South Tampa. Right. And um, But he was in the car. You pick up that person. Now, the last one I did last night, on Friday night, so I went back to the airport again. Okay, no, let me just say it this way. What happens is a lot of times these Uber, the Uber rides are really kind of short-distance rides. Right. Five or six miles, like, bar, home, home, bar, house, house. I did pick up a couple hookers, I think. Right. Where I picked up one that was at the end of her to, end of her shift, where she was some guy got her in a car and then I took her home. Right. And then one was in the beginning of her shift and I picked her up and took her to a, a hotel. Right. Um, but I think they were both hookers, though. I, I'm pretty sure they were, uh, which is kind of funny. And again, I didn't ask. I didn't ask it. I I kind of wish I would have asked that they were hookers. <laughs> well, that, but that, that's kind of a hard topic to 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 broach. I was really trying to find a way to broach the topic, though. <laughs> right. Like I really was trying to figure out a way to yeah. ask the question without asking the question. Yeah. You know, like what do you do? You yeah. Know? <laughs> right. um, you know. How's that dick, you know? <laughs> so, but the last one I pick up, you know how there's the red and blue areas at the airport, right? The red zone is for loading and unloading only. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I go, and they tell you where to go. They go, go into the blue zone. Right. So I go into the blue zone, and you can't stay there very long. You know how those, you know. Oh, yeah, they, they keep waving you through. You can't oh, hang yeah, out. Oh, yeah, you cannot yeah. stop, right? Yeah. So I'm going there, and typically I can see the little ping of the person, but I don't see the ping. I'm like, fuck, right. shit. I call her on the phone. She's not picking up the phone. All of a sudden, the, the guy's another like, lap. move around, move yeah. around. So I take another lap into the blue area. I finally get her on the phone. Her fucking ass is in the red area. Right. Now, and I finally go to pick her up. She's got a dog. Right. And she is just all kinds of, like, she's in a bad mood. Right. But she's in a bad mood because she's been trying to get on an airplane to go home for, like, three or four days. But because of her dog or whatever, she can't do it. And so she's just frustrated as all. Think about if you could, if you spent every day at the airport for three days trying to get on a plane and couldn't right. get on a plane. Yeah. So she's all kinds of fucked up, right? I get, well, you would think she would know beforehand whether she can get her dog on the plane or not. Okay. Is it a little dog you, or a big no, dog? No, it's a it was a it was a I mean it was a medium sized dog. Right. Uh, no, bigger to medium. Well, then dog. you probably got a crate. Here's the thing: super nice dog, though. Nice right. dog. Didn't yeah. didn't I mean a little wandery, but you know, other than that, was okay. Yeah. But you could just tell she was frustrated, and at this point, she's not thinking correctly. Right. Things are getting missed and all kinds of stuff. So I got to take her back to to a hotel by Bush Gardens in order to um, to do that. And she just she kind of looked like a person that was living in a life of chaos anyway. Does that make sense? Yes. Like she was like, like yes, like Dana. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 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 right. Some some people just tend to attract chaos to them. Yes. Yeah. And she was like that. And so. And she's complaining that she doesn't have the money to, to, to you know, she's she's spending money she doesn't have to do this and this. And I'm like, oh, fuck, man, no tip for me. Um, 
So, and again, that's what I was thinking the whole right. time. I'm like, well, right. no tip yeah. for me. But I'm. St- but here's the thing. I really, and because I'm listening to, to smooth jazz all day long, I'm in a great mood, and I'm actually really helpful. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and I do have that. Um, I still I still have that personal chivalrous kind of attitude towards things where if somebody's feeling like they're in trouble, then maybe my job is to be as helpful as possible to them. Right. And so I was as helpful as possible to her. Like when, when we stop, I get out of the car, I take the stuff out of the trunk. She had a backpack on, I held the backpack for her. She's putting that on, holding the dog at the same time. And she said, thank you. And she was really in a good mood. And actually one thing that I will take as a, as a, as a, um, as a testament to my driving, she fell asleep in the car on the way to the hotel. Right. Where she woke up when we got to the hotel. So I was driving good enough and safe enough to where a person, a woman in the back, felt comfortable enough to sleep in the car while I'm driving her. Well, she's probably just physically and mentally exhausted. She might too. be that too. Yeah. Might be that too. So and then and, and so that was the, that was a good story. There was a guy that was he he works the morning shift. Right. Like works at like starts at four AM in the morning and gets off at about noon. And then he goes to the bar afterwards every Friday. And then drinks, and then gets her Uber home. Right. So I talked to that dude for a little while, which was an also also a really fun conversation with the guy, just because he was again. You're picking him up at like you know three thirty in the afternoon, hammered. Right. You know, and he's not a tourist, and so you're just like, oh, you know, he's like, I'm just drunk on Friday, man. Eat an Uber and get home, man. How you doing, man? I'm like, I'm good. How you, do? you know, like, you know, just di- various different kinds, like every kind of person. Right. So I, and I did it on Saturday night. And this is where you get the couples going out. And you can see right. the... And, okay. What those I was those at, are about the only time we do Uber. So yeah. what you see during Saturday night is the beginning of the night. Everybody's looking good. Everybody's oh, dressed yeah. to the fucking tees, right? To the end of the night, disheveled, makeup fucking smeared, fucking can't walk straight. Right. Like, I got to... See, and I didn't see it with the same people. It's not like I picked somebody back up again. Right. But you can watch... The, the progression. The, the progression of the night <laughs> yeah. based off of this, which was the funniest thing in the world. And I will say this also. There are some people wearing some shit outside, and I feel like an old man saying this, but how did somebody let you out of the house wearing that shit? <laughs> All right. Like, there's enough side boob showing that I really thought that might have been a criminal offense. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I appreciate it. Yeah. Because there's some good-looking women that were out there and and all that, but like... Holy crap, side boob. Come on, what are we doing here? Right. Like, like you're just, you're not fucking around. And there's people, like, another thing is, I would take people to the same event. Like, I would go and drop somebody off. Well, yeah, I and then I would And I would drive another way, and I'd pick somebody else up, take them to the same place. It, like a concert or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> well, some club opening up in Tampa. Okay. But yeah. kind of in the hood, but it was all, <clears throat> I felt like they were all, because everybody I brought was white. Right. And this wasn't a white neighborhood. And it felt weird, like, should I bring you here? Really? <laughs> Do you know what's going on in this neighborhood? <laughs> so it was just, it was such a, but it was such a variety of people that you would, that you would pick up, man. It was really fucking cool. Like, I got to tell you, man, like I was, I really thoroughly enjoyed driving you, people. You around. enjoyed this way too much. I did. Just I way totally too much, enjoyed it way too much. And I got to say, I am the, the, well, I would probably be the, the worst in your opinion, Uber fair, because I don't want to talk to you, and if w- I'm with someone, I don't want to talk to them, uh, you know, because it's just like my wife gets in the car and she wants to like be best friends. You know, she wants to have a single serving friend with the Uber driver. I'm like, why? 
and then she wants to have oh well let's let's discuss all these private matters while we're in the back seat of some stranger's car yeah you know it's honestly the, it's the most uncomfortable if i were if i were driving uber i would only do it if there was a partition and as soon as they told me where they were going i could put the thing up and and not put it down well here's the thing with uber they wouldn't even have to tell you that because it just shows up on the screen right there you go so there you go (laughs) now i've realized at this point though that i am a good single serving friend yeah you apparently are i am you know what and i like being a single serving friend i'm actually this is where i'm best at i didn't even realize this until now I am best at the single serving friend because I can be nice for that long. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just that long. Yeah. Because as soon as I get out of the car, I, it, 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 I pink balloon it and move on. <laughs> after that, you're, you're a real pain in the ass. But uh, anyway, guys, uh, thank you so much for uh, listening. Uh, we appreciate you joining Shut us in up. this first hour. And uh, No, we are not done with the first hour. <laughs> okay, you're we right. We are not done with the first hour. <laughs> I was just making a point of how long you went with that, that whole Uber thing. Okay. You're just way too excited about it. I know. Here's the... Th- you know the other thing I forget, by the way? Hold on. There's one more thing I want to say about this. <laughs> okay, one more thing. Shut the fuck up. We live in Florida. <laughs> right. I forget sometimes what a tourist haven Florida is. How? Because I only... Because Especially I don't, driving on the well, fucking on. roads, man. But I only talk to, like, locals. I don't really talk... I'm, I'm right. not in any industry where I'm talking to tourists. Yeah. So, like, on a Wednesday night, I never thought it would be that busy driving drunks around. But it's fucking stupid busy on a Wednesday night driving drunks around. Right. And normally I stay away from the beach. But on a Wednesday night, there's no fucking cars on the fucking beach. There's business, no cars, beautiful. Right. God love you. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll go down to the beach every night of the week at this point, especially dealing with drunk chicks. They're fun. Like, they're just a blast. All right. So let's move on. Yeah. So I just, I, I you're listening out. to Adventures with Uber. <laughs> You're probably going to hear more of this because, like I said, man, baggage network. <laughs> it's it's funny as shit, man. I'm telling you, I I thoroughly had a good time. All right, move so, on. Let's move on. And you put this one up, and I I put location, location, location. Yeah. Psychologists found a striking difference in intelligence after examining twins raised apart in South Korea and the United States. So this was South Korea, not right. North Korea. South Korea, correct. So uh, essentially what happened is there were these two identical twins. Uh, they were separated at birth. One was adopted and, and raised in the U.S., and the other remained in South Korea uh, and was raised there. And uh, what they found out is the one twin had uh, an IQ that was significantly higher. I want to say it was, oh, overall IQ difference of 16 points. Okay. Which is big. Which is, yeah, pretty significant. Um, and, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're struggling for the reason here. Why? How could this be? Well, the reason to me seems pretty clear, and that's um, in the U.S. we have fluoridated water. And in Hold South Korea second. they don't. Wait a second. Hmm. Are you saying that the one in the U.S. was 16 points lower? Points lower than the, than one, the one in, in South, South Korea. Korea. Correct. Whoa. Right. Okay, I didn't realize that. I thought right. the story was the exact opposite. Now, here's the thing is that uh, there are um, environmental factors that can change IQ. I mean, I, I your IQ can change. Uh, the more you stimulate your brain, the higher the, your IQ can be. Uh, but to have such a, a wide discrepancy there... Um, I think that's a you know a valid, a valid case uh, for you know that's something that should be investigated as to what is the cause of this, um, and they're they're not actually looking at that at least uh, nothing uh, um, that I've seen in here would would indicate that but you know multiple studies have shown that you know fluoride essentially a heavy metal 
uh, is something that is has an effect on the development of the human brain. And, you know, it, Harvard did that study on it, and they found in areas where there was fluoridated water, IQs were on average like 10 to 12 points lower than areas that didn't have it. Um, you know, so it's it's just shocking that nobody is looking into that, you know, and that the the – the, the payoffs by <laughs> essentially the fertilizer industry that needs a, a place to d- dispose of this stuff. So they just do it in our drinking water. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, well, think about this, though. Think about when. Again, I, I can't say for sure that yeah, is because you cause. don't know if that person had to drink. Yeah. I, 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 well, yeah. If, if they were in the U.S., it's highly probable that they were. And in South but Korea. But not everybody has it, though. Not everybody has Florida. It's the majority of the U.S. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much every big city does. Um, but yeah, it's uh, that it, that should at least be something that's looked into. But again, there can be other factors as well. But um, I, I do believe that there are definitely things that we are doing to ourselves to make us stupider. And uh, sometimes you got to wonder if it's by design or not. You know? Um, I mean, it may sound like a fucking conspiracy theory, but I absolutely think it's been doing being done by eh, design. By I that. don't know. Sometimes I just think it's uh, here's the thing: people We're, with no ethics and a high profit motive. Think well, it could be that too. But yeah. think about what happened in Pinellas County: that the activists pressured the people that they got elected right. to get rid of the fluoride in the water. Yeah, we did. And I mean, s- I was there at every meeting fighting to, for it. And to see what the response was, where they got every one of those people thrown out of office, right? And they installed all brand new people. Yeah. And the first thing they did was put fluoride back in the water. That was the first thing on the agenda once they cleaned house. And they, you know, both the, the well, really the, the Tampa Bay Times, what was at the time the St. Pete Times, just went off on those people like they were the, the worst human beings for taking fluoride out of the water. And, and it was all funded by Mosaic. Yeah. You know, uh, because they, uh, you know, have fluoride as a byproduct of their manufacturing process and they've got to get rid of it. And the easiest way to get rid of it is to put it in the drinking water. Yeah. And they've convinced everyone that, oh, well, it's good for your teeth. Well, yeah, that's the the science is kind of iffy on whether, uh, you know, ingesting fluoride is, is good for your teeth or not. Topically, it's it's good. Yeah. We, we know that. There's not an argument there. Yeah. There's no no argument that, you know, you put. You're following the science yeah, there. But uh, basically putting it into your bloodstream to have it end up in your teeth well a lot of it ends up in your brain too yeah you know in your penal gland or whatever right covering yeah. your penal gland like a like a catheter or like a like what do you call like that? a condom <laughs> no not like a, well maybe like a condom. Well, you can cover your penal gland with a condom <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get somebody else pregnant man you right know? right you gotta do what you gotta do but uh yeah it's it's just a you know just one of those things that it, it should be fairly obvious that again not necessarily the cause, but it should kind of be on the list of suspects. It should be looked at. It yeah. should be looked at. Right, right. Well, because there is... And people don't look at these things because they're afraid of... Once it enters... Once something like this enters that territory of a conspiracy theory, you, you, it seems that scientists don't want to touch it with a pole. You know, that's the thing that keeps getting me is that, you know, it, once it enters that territory, and some of these things may be complete lunacy... Um, and other things may be accurate, but once it enters that realm of being chided by experts in the media as being conspiratorial, it, it no longer has any validity whatsoever. Even if it hasn't been scientifically disproved, the scientists don't even want to put it in the mix. Well, even if it's been scientifically proven. Right. It, for, like the si- Harvard study, for yeah, example. In weird ways, they gaslight you. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll put out something that proves it, while telling you that it doesn't exist and that you're crazy if you believe it. Right. 
Right. Like, and it happens with a lot of different subjects, this just being another one of them. Yeah. However, I think that Pinellas County has a much better way of dealing with their um, with their people, and that is to just run them over at the beach. It's Yeah, another one. Um, uh, cops uh, like to drive on Florida beaches, and uh, when that happens, inevitably someone's going to get run over, and it happened again uh, this past week. Uh, Pinellas County deputy uh, ran over somebody, a sunbather, out on the beach. You know, it's it's just uh, uh, astounding that they keep doing this sort of thing. Uh, what's know? happening to the deputy, by the way? Um, nothing. You know, like you should just be nothing. like attempted murder, vehicular yeah. homicide. Yeah. Well, it happened on vehicular uh, assault. Happened in Pinellas County about three years ago in Indian Shores. Um, I actually know that cop that 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 uh, that ran over somebody, but uh, you know, it happens all the time on the east coast of Florida. It's just, you know, here's the thing: if people can't drive on the beach because there's a probability that they're going to run over sunbathers cops shouldn't be allowed to either yeah you know just you shouldn't be allowed to drive on the beach period end of story what's the what's the problem here? or you do and and you know just everybody needs to be aware of it so it's one or the other yeah so uh, hold on so in pinellas county only the cops are the ones oh shit uh, here we uh, go. you asked for hold it hold on let's see <laughs> who is it I, I don't know let's see hello Uh, yes. Hello. Oh, damn it. I played it up too much. <laughs> it was a scam call, though, wasn't well, it? Well, yeah. Oh, they, man. They, they asked for Alfred, which is my legal first name. Yeah. Yeah. But see, that's the thing. I guess you got to find the happy medium there. You know, I, I kind of played it up too much. Well, I think no. you got to say hi ahead of time. Like, be nice first. Right. And don't sound too stupid. Right. But then get dumber as the call goes on. Maybe that's the trick. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I sounded a little too, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. All right. Hopefully, we get another one while the show goes on. I I get about six a day, so there's a high probability. There's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. There's a chance. All right. So now let me get back to the question, though. So in Pinellas County, you you as an individual can't drive on the beach. Correct. But they can. Yes. Well, obviously they can because they're not doing it. That's dumb. Because in Daytona, on the other coast, though, everybody can drive on the beach. Not anymore. Oh, did they take that away? I think they finally took that away. There may be one, like, three-block strip where you can still do it. Um, but yeah, you can't, you can't do it anymore. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, all right. So now let's get into this part too. Cause I think that this is one of those issues like, so there is a bill now for a ban on excessive gasoline prices. Right. So because the price of gas is going up, you know, cause Putin's war, cause Putin's war, the gas prices is going up that now there's a ban on excessive gasoline prices, and it's heading to the, the, the floor for a vote. And this is the part that I think about government that really fucking pisses me off, is that there is less of a supply of gasoline now, obviously because of the Ukraine thing. We'll definitely go into right. that part of it. However, they haven't been drilling nearly as much. They've been... That's not true. What do you mean? Yeah, you keep saying that, but that's not actually true. U.S. Out, oil output has been pretty steady. In fact, it might have increased slightly. Yeah, but it's not increasing as, as relates towards the population of people. Mm, I, I, that I don't know. Okay, but either way, yeah. we're not pumping enough the, gas. The to, U.S. supply has not been, the U.S. output of oil has not been declining. No, no, no. Okay, 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 I'll go with that part. 
So, but because of, because the price is going up, the best thing that you could do is increase supply. Now, all the other countries aren't really increasing supply. As a matter of fact, with the Russia thing, supply has gone down. So now the the world needs even more gas. Right. And we're not doing and we're not doing this. But the response that government has, instead of taking the blame that they should take for this, they're blaming the gas companies for inflating the prices uh, unnaturally or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know? And that, this is just a good example of how stupid, specifically in this case Democrats, but Republicans think you're stupid too, uh, how stupid they think you are. Because first of all, here's how the headline is put out. And this is the, the sympathetic media playing along. Because um, the headline is, ban on excessive gasoline prices is heading for House vote. Okay, so when you hear that, you immediately think, okay, so they're going to, you know, uh, do something about this. Well, if they actually wanted to do something about it, they could eliminate the federal taxes on gasoline, and it would go down, you know, probably 20% right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but um, so you're, you're thinking, okay, so they're going after them charging because they're taking too much profit. No, that's not what they're doing. You know what they're doing? They are making a law that says price gouging during national emergencies is going to be prohibited. Okay. Now, there's already laws against that in virtually every state in the union. Okay. And so, first of all, so you're duplicating a law um, that probably would never be enforced anyway. Yeah. Second of all, the instances of gas price gouging over the past two decades have been exceptionally rare, and they've been in a few cases here and there, usually when a hurricane's coming. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think there were, you know, there, there's probably been literally 50 instances of it nationwide in the past two decades yeah okay so it's it's a it's a it's a minuscule part and it has nothing to do with what you're paying at the price the pump now uh you know everything you're paying at the price the pump now is supply demand and inflation yeah it's it's literally those three things um, and two of those uh, three things have been 100% caused by government actions. Yeah. Not our government necessarily, but, uh, you know, the inflation part is 100% our government's fault. Uh, the supply uh, is uh, probably 30% our fault and, uh, you know, 70% uh, Russia's fault. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's <laughs> – and the demand is your fault. <laughs> so – Yeah. But the, the point is is that this actually does nothing to solve the problem. They know it does nothing to solve the problem. It solves a problem that there's already other, um, you know, laws in place to solve, and it's a problem that almost never happens anyway. Yeah, and, and that right there. But the thing is, and the media knows all this. They know all this, but yet they're going to play along and talk about how Congress is doing something about excessive gas prices. Yeah, it, it, you know, it, it's just such a fucking dog and pony show built on a house of cards that i don't know how anyone talks about this in and still is able to sleep at night you know it's just how how do these politicians do it how how do these reporters do it you know it, it's just absolutely insane that they get away with this stuff and the average ca casual you know news consumer thinks oh good congress is doing something about gasoline prices yeah, no, no, without understanding it. And just know it will do absolutely nothing. Well, and no, if they wanted to do something... It's worse than that, though. They could cut the taxes. It's worse than that, though. Yeah. Not only will it absolutely do nothing, there are times that you have emergencies in areas to where what price gouging actually does right. 
is to ensure that there's enough of a supply in that area that to go around. Because what happens is if you keep all the prices the same, then people will go there and hoard it and hoard it. Yeah. Where if the prices are up, they're only going to take what they need because they don't want to spend more money than that. Well, let's let's put it in a uh, a category of uh, covid toilet paper, for example. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you went to the store and a 12, uh, 12 rolls of toilet paper was $35, you would buy one pack. Yes. You know, instead of going to the store and finding the shelves are empty. Yeah. Because everybody hoarded it because it was still, you know, six ninety nine like it always is. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Instant price fluctuations based right. off of demands in the marketplace is not is not only a good thing, it's a necessary thing. Right. Now 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 hang on. Are there unscrupulous business owners that will exploit that? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Totally are. Totally, totally happen. But, but if you know what happens, though? that means there's a demand. If they're able to exploit that, it means there's a demand. So even though they're assholes, the market is still working. Yeah. Yeah. Now, not only does that happen, though, but let's say let's say it's a gas shortage in an area. Right. Where, right. And they got to You know, they got a price gouge. Right. Yeah. People from the surrounding areas that aren't having this problem that are enterprising young men and women or whatever right. are bringing gas <laughs> right. to that area exactly. because there's a financial incentive for them to actually do it. Exactly. And that's what you need yes. is that financial incentive to make sure that nobody runs out of gas. It, it, it prices ensure that product gets to where the demand is. Yes. You know, it's, that's really what it does. But, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's amazing how... So few people, especially young people these days, uh, fail to just understand that that basic. And that's not it's even it, it transcends economics. It's a natural human behavior. Yeah. You know, so the fact that you have so many young people that, that just don't get this, it's like, you know, talking about I, I heard a story on NPR on the way in here about, uh, you know, reparations and how many young artists are promoting, you know, reparations for uh, for black people in America. And I thought, you know, if you really thought about that, obviously there's no one alive today that uh, it, it was a slave. There, I don't think there's even anyone left that is directly a direct um, uh, offspring of an actual slave. Yeah, you're point. probably two generations. I back think. At I this think point. probably at, at most you've got some old people who are like grandchildren of slaves. Yeah, but I'm I'm pretty sure at this point, no, it's impossible that there's anyone still alive that was born into slavery in America. Yeah. Okay. Um, or was a slave at any time in their lives. So they're talking about reparations, and I thought, you know, if you want to be logically consistent about this, if you want to say, okay, then I should be compensated for something that happened to my ancestors, or in a lot of cases, you know, the people who have no, you know, black people in America who have no ancestors that were ever slaves. Yeah. You know, that's pretty common, too. Um, why isn't it the case that if someone in your uh, you know, five generations back, committed a crime, why wouldn't you be still responsible for it? Why wouldn't you be in jail if that was the case? Yeah. Because it's it's the same thing. If if you can be compensated for, uh, you know, a crime someone committed against your ancestor, you should also have to be responsible for a crime your ancestor committed. Yeah. You know? But under that rationale. Under that rationale. Yeah. So essentially, all white people go to prison and, <laughs> you know. Well, the ones that were here. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. my family didn't immigrate to no, this that country doesn't matter, until the though. 30s. No, that doesn't matter anymore. 
You oh, you're saying just because? Yeah, it's just a it's it's a fundal, fundamental, and I tie that in with the the lack of understanding of economics. It's just it, to me, it's such a fundamental disconnect in how people actually think about things. You know, and, and I just don't get it. But all right, so now, but there's one part about this that I wanted to bring up that that you know we see that the gas prices are getting out of control. So the White House, and this is from May 12th, White House scraps oil gas lease sales as fuel prices hit new highs. So the response that they, the response that our that this administration has is they're canceling the oil, the oil and lease sales in the Gulf of Mexico and Alaska's Cook Inlet. And again, that's only going to, it's only going to drive the price up. It's only going to drive the price up. It's not going to do anything else but drive the price up. So they're doing well, this on purpose. It, it, it's not necessarily going to drive the price up, but it's going to prevent increased supply, which would eventually drive the price down. You see what I'm saying? I got you. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll grant so, you that one. I'll and again, that one. once the once a lease is issued, you know, especially since a lot of these are offshore leases, you still got to get a rig out there. I mean, oil actually wouldn't be pumping for probably. A year, eighteen months. I don't know well, how long it the, takes. You're, you're not wrong about that. Right. But remember, we talked about this on the show before. Is that like like many things? Oil is a speculative. It's priced right. speculatively. Yeah. So if if the administration is opening up all this drilling, there would be speculation that in the future there's going to be more oil. Hence, drive the futures prices down. Yeah, which yeah. will drive the no, the regular which will drive the down. gas prices down. It'll yeah. just do that. So you're right about that. It it would uh, have a quicker effect than bef- before the oil actually hits the market. But yeah. You know, it's, um, you know, hey, look, man, <laughs> the the Democrats are, are losing the economic battle in this. And part of it is, um, you know, wrong place, wrong time, you know, and the other part of it is they're just fucking morons. Well, know? no, no, hold on. When Here's it comes a, to the gas thing, they have an agenda, man. The climate, the climate agenda is we're going to, we want to make it as painful as possible to get to manipulate the time frame in which we move to electric vehicles. Right. Right. That's Which really is happening what it's organically. Anyway. It's going to happen either way. I mean, it's like you've got every major major automaker that a third of their new vehicle lines are electric. Yeah. You know, and so. the technology is getting better. Right. Yeah. Like it's coming. Right. Just you don't need to force it. Right. That's the thing. Yeah. But there was something else that you talked about before about with black people and reparations and stuff like that, because the government is doing something to black people for their own good right. because they don't know better on how to take care of themselves. Of course not. Because yeah. they're going to in, and this is an opinion from a, it's actually from a black person in the, because I don't know why they hate themselves in the deadly hold of methanol or uh, methanol menthol menthol. I right. can't believe I can't remember how to spell that name just now or spell that word. Um, the menthol cigarettes over Af- over the African American community. So this person wrote an article that they need to ban that tobacco, right? Menthol tobacco. Well, that's already it's happening. It's ha- no, no, it's totally. I think happening. it's like a year out. Yeah. But the thing about it is, they're not like look. Nobody's forcing people to smoke cigarettes, right? Nobody's forcing black people to smoke menthol. Wait a second, that's not true. That's not true at all. You forced me to smoke a cigarette just an hour ago. No, I didn't. You totally did. And no. then you made me give you one. No, no, you didn't. Yeah. No, you didn't, as a matter of fact. Yeah. So, um, so but if you look at this, they're, they're taking every type of agency away from the person smoking the cigarettes, and they're blaming the fact that they're being sold is the problem. Right. But the solution to this is that now everybody that still wants to smoke fucking menthol cigarettes is probably going to get choked out by the fucking cops yeah. and is going to die a lot sooner than they would have by with just smoking the cigarettes. Hey, my body, their choice. 
<laughs> yeah, you know? well, except for unless you want to kill a baby in the womb, then it is. No, now it is again. Yeah, my body, their choice. I don't understand how they're. Hi- I don't understand how their hypocrisy and their racism. Like, look, if you want to ban menthol cigarettes, yeah, then you are being racist. Yeah, oh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, it, it, that's exactly what they're saying is that essentially they're saying if you're black, you're too stupid to make your own decisions and we have to make them for you. Yeah. I, it, it's, it's really what they're saying. You know, I don't oh, know how you see it any other way. It's for your that. own good. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. for your own good. You yeah. should. Now, don't, no, look. Now, white, spe- white people in general don't smoke menthol cigarettes. So, you know, uh, they're not banning regular cigarettes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, apparently, white people can make their own decisions whether to smoke or not. But black people, no, they can't do that. They need government to tell them what to that do. Is the, that is the bigotry <laughs> of low expectations, it man. It totally is. That is. That's all it is, man. Yeah. So, yeah. like, to, to watch this is just amazing. Like, Democrats are racist. Let's just go down the road right now. I, I hear you. I hear are you. Are we done? We are done now for real. Um, and thank you for listening, guys. If you'd like to hear the second hour, please go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up, become a subscriber, and we'll see you on the other side.